<coughs> Get it out. Yeah. I, well, you know, this is, this is, <laughs> it's, 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 it's the springtime curse. I have been dealing with this in podcasts for three to four <laughs> years now. It is, it is the February and March cough. The cough is not related to, to any illness. It's just like a dry, <laughs> it only happens when I get in front of microphones. It's stupid. It's like, ugh, it's a psychological well, dry thing. demon. It's of the dry cough. demon of podcast cough. And, <laughs> and, and I had hoped to get, I, I'd hoped to get down here before or early enough to, I have, I have software that it's an app called Shush and I can, I can at least like set a hotkey on my keyboard so I can, so I can mute. It's like a little cough button. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get down here and install it in time tonight, but, uh, you can bet next week that we'll be cough free because I'll at least be just not, you know, I'll be hitting <laughs> that <laughs> button. <laughs> 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 Look, there's Paul. He really is in his closet. Oh my gosh. This is bizarre. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, Let me see how I. Oh, this is going to be great. This room feels not as dark as it looks on. Yeah. Well, see, well, here's, here's what I did. I, I got, take it down. I got this, I got this little selfie ring. Oh, well, thing. look at you. I, I, it just came in the, it just came in the, uh, in the mail today. Um, I might, I might suggest you pick one up. It was like less than $10. I'll, I'll send you, I'll send you a link. You know, since because we need to make sure that we need to make sure that everything in the uh, in the background of your closet is well lit, and, yeah, and looking good. So you know, and I don't know. I mean, you can, I suppose, do uh, you know different things from week to week. Like maybe you know, arrange arrange the clothes back there by different colors, or um, I don't know. It's just kind of up to you. All right, so. It's been a it's been quite a week, um, quite a week of of you starting some discussions. You had some some good uh, some good things that you started earlier this week on Facebook, trying to get some some fodder for the show. And uh, yeah, I mean, successful. It's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what was the question? Let's pose the remember. question. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I guess we got it was few... uh, it was it was about. Yeah, was it? Uh, what? I can't remember how I phrased it. it. Was like, what is more destructive to creativity? Yeah, is that what it was? Yeah, I believe. I believe that was it. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to try to bring it up. Hey, we got a watcher. Hey, Charlie from Tulsa. Oh my! Oh wow. my! Hey, hey. And okay, which do you feel is more damaging to creativity? Pick one. Okay. I always do that just to annoy people to make them make a choice because everyone would say it's all of them. It's everything. Of course. It's everything. Right. Uh, okay. Number one, fear over how others react. Mm-hmm. Number two, lack of confidence in your abilities. Number three, compromising your vision or ideas. Number four, pursuing a profitable outcome. Again, the question was, which is more damaging to creativity? That's that had every, basically mm-hmm. every 
every option people answered. Maybe we should g- kind of to give me some rationale behind each one. Obviously, uh, obviously, you also can kind of say, well, it's all four for me because you made up the four answers. That's, that's kind of how I see it. So. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd say anyone, at, I think everyone's probably all of them at some point, maybe not at the same time, right? I mean, I was trying to think of any time where I've not liked the outcome of something I've done. And it, I, there might be more, but it usually boiled down to one of these four things. Um, it's just fear, really. Uh, not liking something when you've pushed it out is usually a lack of confidence for you and what you've done. Like, let's say you, you think that it's imitative or... Uh, not your best work, whatever. There, there's all, all sorts of things why it's just a lack of self-confidence. Um, there's also been times that you can be too collaborative. You can listen to too many voices. You can just boil, you know, not boil down, water down the results. You know. mm-hmm. Designed by committee is, is often difficult, difficult and, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, sometimes you're only doing something because you know it will make money. I, I thought about putting in pursuit of popularity, but that's really just a fear of how others are going to react. You want to be popular. Yeah, yeah. In a way, it, it kind of fits in the middle. But that was the other one I thought about, but I'm like, eh, there's it's a lot a of reasons. It's, it's splitting hairs for sure. It, it, it could go into a bunch of those. Like, if you yeah. want to be popular, it's because you think you're going to make money, or you want to be popular because you're afraid of rejection. Yeah. Yeah. Um I also kind of for for me the answer <clears throat> the answer changes depending on what yep on on whether on whether it's a commercially creative product or mm-hmm. a you know I'm doing this to make me happy or get the ghost demons out of my hair or yeah. uh you know any of those types of things. It, it, I that definitely colors the answer for me how about you yeah i would say it's situational it, again like i was trying to think of any project or any part of a project that i've worked on where i felt like it was not the best that i could do mm-hmm. um yeah that the pursuing profit i wanted to see if people would answer that i mean part of that was my thinking about uh, how of like a cor- corporations have to make revenue. Yep. But at what point does the per- the pursuit of revenue become damaging? Mm-hmm. Where you know, if you know enough about psychology and, you're, and user research, you can use that to pretty damaging effect. Yeah. You can creatively manipulate people to do things. I mean, that's what Facebook's algorithms are doing. So that's kind of where my thinking was. Like, the pursuit of profit can snowball into some pretty significant compromises, mm-hmm. not in a good way. You know, I, I like the cartoon that was that you mm. put the the next day because it really was related to the to the whole thing. Uh, yeah, and and also related to. 
the that notion of of the anxiety that we talk about and things like that. Yeah, um, yeah you know that you can't outrace that that self doubt. Which I mean, for me, you know the the answer number answer number two lack yeah. of confidence in your abilities. That's kind of that's kind of where I'm at most of the time. Um, and I'd uh, say I'm number one and two most. Yeah, often. number one and two. Um, yeah, yeah. Lack of uh, <clears throat> number two is, is is mostly for me. Um, I, I actually had a, a I had an interesting phone call this morning where I kind of talked a lot about that. Um, had a on on Twitter this afternoon uh, a, a friend that I used to work with. Actually, it was it was very very strange because this was exactly what I was talking about in the phone call. Was and the tweet said that moment when you realize that you peaked in 2014, oh, which is man. exactly, which is exactly what I was talking about this morning on, on the phone call, and, and it was and it was all about the phone call was was all about all right, you know, 2014, uh, you know, I had worked on on writing and and, and thought leadership and. Tweeting and making videos and podcasting and doing all these things to let everybody know that, that I'm a person who knows what he's talking about. And I worked all my way up to speaking at South by Southwest 2014. And then that's the last the world has ever heard of me. Pretty much, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and or at least professionally speaking. Sure. And so the call was kind of like, all right, wh- how how does Stella get his groove back? You know, Um because and a lot of that has to do with that lack of confidence. It's like I have no idea how. Even though in the end, I mean, a lot of the a lot of the advice that was given to me was uh, pretty pretty simple and obvious stuff. That and it's always interesting how you know when when you're really close to a problem, the the easiest answers are the least obvious ones. But uh, you know the 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 answers really were so simple as well. You know maybe you should start writing again about those things that people actually paid attention to you for in the first place. Really, maybe I should do that. So you know, I mean, those types of things, and um, yeah, you know, you get down on yourself and you can doubt yourself so much that it. Um, you you just comp- you forget exactly where where you are where you're trying to go what you're trying to accomplish and um, that's a killer of creativity too I mean I, I guess that is that is still number two it's lack of confidence so yeah like if 2014 was your peak what was it about if that peak you know what I mean like I right. guess this is where my brain goes because believe me I get it like my peak was probably way long time ago and yeah. I've been coasting downhill ever since but it also is my perception of when i was my best but i it might have been because i thought people were paying attention i'm like was that really what makes me good is that people were paying attention yeah well and who was like who like yeah who cares who knew knew what i did or who cares that i gave it a tedx talk Mm -hmm. who gives a shit it doesn't matter well, I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it mattered to me. I guess yeah. that's. Well, I man, guess yeah. that's part of. It. You were saying this too is like what your goal is like. Yeah. If your goal be design famous, 
then that's hard. That's a that's a pursuit that's going to always yeah. I mean, you're never yeah, you're never going to do that. Um, no, you know. <laughs> but or if it's to be busy, or if it's to have uh, high profile clients, or to work for a company that has a lot of cachet, like I work at Facebook or I work at Google or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, those are all pursuable. But it comes back to that was part of it. Or did you work? I mean, that's what you have to start thinking about. Yeah, I and for me, it was that you know, speaking at South by Southwest was that that gateway of it's like okay, I, I've worked, I've done all these all these speaking. I like doing speaking. I want to do more speaking. Boom, boom, boom. Here I am now on. Um, arguably a global stage, you know, boom, here's, here's, you know, talk number one on a global stage. And then I say, thank you. And I never come out for an encore. And, uh, you know, I <clears throat> would like to do more speaking. Sure. Um, and so from, from that standpoint, I mean, that's really kind of where that's kind of where, this particular conversation was going is like, I, I, I got exactly where I wanted to be or where I wanted to, to say, all right, man, now, now I'm really going to be able to go. And I'm not, and I'm not talking about, you know, going and speaking in Europe and all those things. It'd yeah. be nice, but I mean, I, I don't have any illusions that that's what I'm going for. Um, but I would like to have two or three nice speaking engagements a year. Um, you know, I mean, and they, and they don't have to be super rock star places, but it just, you know, places where I can go meet some people, talk to people about interesting things. And, uh, I mean, that's kind of what I wanted to do. And I dropped, I dropped that ball for a number of reasons. Sure. You know, all of which, all of which in hindsight were all valid for what I did. It's just that, you know, it's, it's that trade off. I, I gave up that one thing for something else. And now, now that, and, and that was before I had started my own business. And now it's, and now I'm kind of seeing that, Oh, I dropped that, but that would also be really, really beneficial to me and my livelihood. So I'm sure. trying to figure out how to put the two back together and, and move forward with it. So, so you see speaking as a means of, of what educating, uh, Mark? Um, yeah, I mean, a little bit of a little bit of both. It's uh, you know, speaking would be uh, educating others, uh, being able to being able to network and and you know just hang out and talk shop with people. But it's it's another one of those things um, that when I'm thinking about or, or, or whatever subject matter that I that I end up talking about. People start take you know people outside of the design community, and and I know that that's not going to be a lot of things or a lot of people, but uh, they might see they might see what I'm talking about and going, oh wow, that guy really seems to know what he's talking about, and he is talking about problems that we have with our website or with our brand or with our story, and hmm, maybe since he knows so much of what he's talking about and he's going and you know people are paying him to to go to their city and speak, then he might be the person we need to call him. 
Mm. So that's kind of that's kind of my thought. Yeah, I did the speaking tour, if you will, for like a year and a half, two years, and you will see the same people. Which none of this is a bad thing; it's just a thing. Like there's people that just are speakers. They'd speak every year. They'd change their talk, maybe every year, maybe every two years. It's just what they do. It's what they're known for. Then they go to the same, the same regimented places. The same people that will invite them back. And then again, none of that's a bad thing. It's just an interesting thing. Like it's kind of a, in and of itself, <laughs> is its own beast. Its own sort of preaching to the choir machine. Yeah, like there, I yeah. you can't. It's so crazy to think of how many people there are that do design that have no idea who half the people are, that there's even a conference that they could go to about it. And then like, but they know of this other thing. That's this whole other conference that all these other people don't even know. But like, it's just, I find it fascinating. Like how, like after doing it for this amount of time, how I thought it was so great. And then just kind of stepping back and being like, am I making any impact at all? Is this doing anything any good other than for my own ego? Where I'm like I'm speaking to 200 people, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And they're the same people that you'll see at the conference again somewhere else. Well, I guess yeah. And that's a different... the question. Is it the same people? Yeah, they're just they're just the conference certain yeah. people. Yeah, it's sort of weird. I'm like it's a. Um, it's not always true. That's not always true. But there is like this like pocket of. So then I'm like, so what am I do? What am I doing? Yeah. Like uh. I mean, I enjoyed the talk, but I'm like, I don't know that anyone got anything out of it. I try to be different, stand out from what other people talked about. I'm not a, I can't teach you about animating SVGs or mm-hmm. using React components to build a, you know, multi-platform app. I understand all of those things, but I'm the guy that, to tell you. So what I talked about, arts. Yeah. Not even kidding. It was monsters and farts. I mean, it got a lot deeper well. than that, but it was the the true message was your audience, and you have to have a motivation for why you're delivering something to them. For me, it was to take away the the power and threat of growing up to, from kids mm-hmm. by saying that the and the farts make them defeatable, and through language, well, through I, design, I, I, through all I that like stuff. It. So it's like it's I'm always way, I'm always really way too. Way too conceptual. Way too like people are like. I just want to know how to how to make a design system. I'm like, Ugh. like that stuff doesn't go. Go talk to Brad Frost. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, but that's what people want. Like, so that's also kind of what happened. Where it's like, I always personally, I like speaking about stuff that I'm passionate about, which mm-hmm. is always being much more deep about why we do what we do and how half the time what we do is bullshit because we don't really think about it. Mm-hmm. And when you do think about it, you can maybe make some impact for people, but they just wanted to know how to make a design system, how to make something look cool. Yeah. Uh, so I guess my, my, my thing to you would be like, write. I think that's the impact, writing. Uh, do these videos. Do videos for yourself, not for speaking going around some places. Because those typically, no one except who are there will see it. If you really want to get people out there, go back to doing your Vimeo stuff. Or That's true. Like this. That is true. Yeah. Don't be don't don't wait for someone to invite you. Just start doing it. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm gonna do. 
I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna start I'm gonna start just making keynote presentations, and I you know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make them and I'm gonna talk about them and I'm gonna make, make, make a fun video make, intersperse you talking <laughs> with. No, visuals. I'm just I'm no, I'm just thinking about I'm just thinking about how unnerving it would be for me to actually create Red's keynote. Stage. Yeah, to create <laughs> keynote presentations and present them to an audience of no one, but record them. That would be amazing. <laughs> They've set the camera up. Go to like three cameras that you could control mm-hmm. with your oh, little yeah. remote. Yeah. And then you have a presentation, but you have shots of the audience where there's nobody. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, think about like YouTube stars and stuff. They're not waiting around for TV shows to come their way. No, they're not. They're people, going like, uh, forest. people like Rhett and Link. I don't know if you know who they are. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like they didn't wait around for some Discovery Channel or whatever you might fit anywhere because right. they're busy. But like they didn't wait around; they just started doing their own thing. Do that. Yep. No, I, I think you're, you're control right. your content. You're control of the delivery. You're control of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Here's a thought. So not only did I peak in 2014, I left my mindset in 2010. <laughs> <laughs> Bomb. You know what? I'm done. I, I no more words. So our done task talking. for speak is to present to each other. <laughs> talk, Jeremy. Here's my talk for just you. It's just for you. It's on the cocktail napkin and how mm-hmm. it transformed into the shakes, <laughs> which then transformed into this show. As yes, as as oh jeez. It's called how to lose friends. <laughs> how to lose friends over the course of seven to eight years. How we all grow up, and some of us don't want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I spend my days making sure that our creepy customer who comes in and yells at us about stuff doesn't uh, find me. We have a Some, one, somebody. Co- wait, hold, hold, somebody comes yeah. in, like comes to the office. It's and yes. okay because he knows where we are. Ah. And he's super old, and he buys gold. So his whole thing is he to look for gold. gold. And they and he works for a company that just resells gold somehow. Uh, I don't know. Ca- like cash for gold? <laughs> it just comes in. Why did you change the website? I can't find anything now. I'm like, sorry. We tested it, and it works better. We feel like every now and then, like since we can, we know his ID to like isolate the website that looks like Craigslist just for him. <laughs> kind of gray balling him in your own own, own special That's, way, like like Uber ghost. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Anything fun happened this week other than? Uh... No, you know, I mean, just just that big, you know, my big uh, thing of of just trying to. Trying to, you know, just trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Isn't it terrible? That's the truth. Like, yeah. And I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. And I don't know that I'll ever be something that I want to be when I I don't know when I will be grown up. Oh. It'll probably be too late. Yeah, I feel like it's because the world is changing and the, the way what we do fits into the world, if you will is developing that I never feel like I'm caught up isn't the right word. I'm nearly proficient. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Like I'm always uh, there's always something I have to chase, which is which is nice in a way. I don't become stagnant. But I never feel comfortable, or comfortable is probably not the best word either. I never feel stable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that make sense? Like yes, I can. I are, can. Everyone's role they do is changing, and how we go about design is changing, and. You're trying to just keep up. You're like, but are we still doing basically the same thing? Like, no, 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 no. Well, yeah. It's stories and it's product maps and, you know, design systems and user surveys and testing to understand how it affects this based on the analytics and the A-B tests. And, like, all that's great and cool, but it's always trying to catch up and then use. Are you using Sketch? No, I use Photoshop. <laughs> no, you should be using Figma. Figma? What? No, no, now we're using that. Like, it's always, and obviously, we can't know if it's always been that way. We can only know what we know now, but it feels like it's just every year. It's just I, I, honestly, I honestly think that it, it I mean, we're, we've been around long enough to know that it really kind of wasn't that way. Or at least, I mean, to a degree, it was. It has always been that way, but it hasn't been as bad. Like I would say the last five years has seen an exponential change in you know the the tools that you use and the and the yeah. technology the technology stack and the this and the that and the other and you know and, and and all of those things. They all and yeah, that's always been around and, and oh, you know, back eighteen years ago, should you should you use uh active server pages or should you use oh. PHP or should you use JSP or you know like which which are those things? Well you know but there yeah. but there was less of it at that time. Or it was harder to spread. Because now we all have our own voice bot like Twitter and Facebook and all these things to spread using build social pressure about what you're using, which if you're yeah. so inclined, you're always looking for the next thing. Like, now, like, well, they're a person that I think is awesome, so I believe them. Like yeah. before, I don't even know how we uh, knew lists. Like, are... it's so hard to remember. Media, <laughs> the, 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 like, yeah. there were message mailing boards, but... message boards, and mailing lists. Yeah, and... yeah. But it's basically like you learn the tools that you learned and. Magazines, yeah, yeah, that's true. There was, yeah, you know, Hal Hal magazine or mm-hmm. like Mac World or Mac World. I mean, just yeah, that, maybe that was it. I do remember going to the bookstore a lot just to look at magazines. Yeah, yeah. Not ever in not, the bathroom alone. Yeah, then would, yeah. <laughs> then you put them back. Then you put them back. Same here. This was in the bathroom. Yeah. That's why I, t- I would hand it to somebody like I took this in the bathroom. This has been flagged. <laughs> it's got flagged. It definitely corresponds with social media and and also the the popularity of Facebook because even yeah. though you know even though I've been on Facebook for about ten years, it hasn't really been a thing except for the last five to seven. Yeah. So you know, yeah, I think that's I think that's got a lot to do with it. Um, but I do also think that it's that it's the number of tools, tools, technologies, techniques, all of those things available are much more than than what they were. So. Yeah, and there's all I 
it's easier for people to build tools. If there's so many, it has to be because the bar has been lowered. Well, the the fact that so much of it is web based. That too is you know I mean that's that's a huge shift also, yeah. and that definitely has only been within the last five to seven years tops. And well, it's not no, just I guess I guess probably about ten years ago was when I first started seeing complete web based yeah. apps that you yeah. subscribe to and use. But I'm sure developers must have the same problems with how many different what's the next javascript component type thing and then it's programming language and and i've seen that shift from like you're saying like did you build in php or in in dot net and then you know just kept everything keeps changing i guess that's maybe why we don't feel like we're grown up or maybe we're just childish that could be it too (laughs) that's another one that i thought about putting on that list of damaging was arrogance hmm yeah. Okay. I didn't do it because I didn't quite know how to defend it. That you think are beyond insight or hmm. guidance or learning. Because I know people. I mean, I, I know I probably have the tendency. I'm like, I'm older than you. I've been doing this for way long, way longer. Mm-hmm. You don't have anything that I haven't already heard or seen or tried. Yeah. But there's also plenty of young people who think that too. Like you're old, stupid, and you don't know. As a parent, you deal with it all the time with your kids. Like, I could run out the street where there's cars out of my way. Like, fine. The arrogance of thinking that you're beyond uh, criticism, critique, help, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I didn't put it in because I'm like, eh. I don't think anyone one would admit to that. Because basically, you're going to read these questions. You're going to think of yourself, not someone else. So I'm yeah. like, eh. I just stayed. I steered away from it. It's an interesting thought behind why you didn't put it, but it also makes me think think again. Uh, something that came up in in the this morning is, and and I'm trying to decide whether this is, uh, whether it fits in what you're saying about arrogance, or if it's the antithesis of arrogance, or well, I think, or maybe it's maybe it's the the perceived arrogance from others. But it was the thought of just because you're somebody who's been around for a while or is very established or is seen as a you know guy on top, also red, arrogant, possibly. Just because you're one of those people doesn't mean that you don't need support, too. And a lot of people think, well, you know, I mean, he's 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 there. He's, you know, this big whatever. Um, I don't need to share his blog post or, you know, or support him in, in any way because he's, he's got, what does he need me for? Well, um, you know, I mean, if, as long, if there's not an audience or not somebody there to appreciate the creativity, work on, you know, work on giving feedback or anything like anything like that, um, that doesn't help either. What do you think? Is that is that the antithesis of what you're saying, or is that uh, you're saying it from someone else's perspective well, towards you? Yeah, I'm saying it from others. Yeah, I mean, like, or why, or, well, why guess, would Brad Frost or Ethan Marco or any of those? Why would they need yeah. my help? They're everyone knows what they do. Right. Everyone knows. So they're you mean like maybe they're yeah. projecting? Well. That's yeah. That's kind. Of, yeah, I guess that's what I'm thinking. Because yeah, I mean that's exactly the type of the yeah. type of thing. Yeah, I guess it would be projecting arrogance onto them because you're kind of thinking, well, yeah, why would Brad Frost need my help? You know, right. he he's a 
you know, he's got a, a, a million people looking at his stuff. So why, what does it matter if I share it? Right. Um, but if you have enough people who have that attitude, then guess what? Nobody shares it. Yeah. <laughs> so hmm. the worst is when you ask for it from people and you just want to tell them that they're wrong. I'm just kidding. Please help me with this. And like, why don't you do this? You're stupid. It's just to let people know how dominant I can be and how right I always am. That just goes back, that just goes back to the other like fear of fear of what people will think. <laughs> what do you guys think of this? Is, is it okay? Is it good? Is it bad? It's not good, is it? I should probably do it over again. I'll start over. You know better than I do. It's lack of confidence, fear of what people think. Because mm-hmm. at a certain point, I, kind of what we're saying is that we don't know what we want to do when we grow up. It's probably because we're so we so lack confidence. <laughs> That's me. That's on me. I'm not saying that about you. I'm saying I so lack confidence that I don't ever think that I have the right to be like, no, I'm right about this. This is the best way to go. Because because like like how, who do I think I am? I'm like, well, I'm a guy who's been doing this for over 20 years. Mm-hmm. That's not insignificant. No. Now, is that your anxiety or is that your Westernism? It's a good question. Is it, if you're a Midwesterner, aren't you just anxious? <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I grew up on the East Coast, though. So, I'm, I mean, I've lived here longer than anywhere else. But I definitely think it's anxiety because it just spirals pretty quickly, which is not helpful. But, but it also could just be general politeness. It could may not be Midwestern, but it might be. The way I grew up, mm-hmm. I mean, that's in your bones. That's not going away. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even, with any confidence, say that I'm confident. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we can do. We can we do it? I'm not sure. We could. Well, well, maybe <laughs> under the right circumstances, perhaps we could. But I don't know. <laughs> We've gotten nowhere. We've gotten nowhere. We've just spiraled. <laughs> hey, want to listen to people? Have no opinion, give you no helpful advice, talk about how old they are, and then just come back around and be like, life is meaningless. Have a good day. That's that's what we've just done. Well, I think we now know how we need to end every show. Life is meaningless. Thanks for listening to Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard, and hopefully you got something good from it. If you want to be part of the conversation, you can reach us on Twitter at Uncle Weepy. You can look for Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon on Facebook, or you can just send a regular old email to talk at UncleWeepy.show. Our hope is that we can help you. And in order to do that, there are a couple of things you can do to help us. First, please rate and review this show on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you happen to subscribe. The more ratings and reviews we get, the more likely the podcast robots that run the world are to suggest this show to someone else. And that means more help for everybody. We all win. Second, if you like what you hear, support us on Patreon. Supporters of the show will gain access to exclusive content and other fun things that we haven't even dreamed of yet. Go to patreon.com slash uncleweepy today to give us some of your money. And thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week.